listen to podcasts. Mm -hmm. Take the time to be curious and the learning is entirely up to you. Welcome to another episode of the Supply Chain Ambassador Podcast. I'm your host, Bruno, helping you navigate the world of supply chain in a fun and engaging way. On today's podcast, Al Garlinski is helping me to understand business acumen in the public sector procurement space. Al is the regional trainer for the School of Procurement of Western Region of Public Service and Procurement Canada. He is a seasoned procurement expert with over 33 years in government procurement experience. He currently coaches and mentors students under the School of Procurement program for the University of Alberta, University of Manitoba, Mount Royal University, and McEwen University. He has been nominated twice and awarded the Mentor of the Year for the University of Alberta School of Business program in 2019. He is currently a faculty member for the University of Winnipeg and Supply Chain Canada. Al is a tireless animal rescue advocate and founder of I Run for Rescue, a running team committed to making a difference in the lives of animals. He has run in long distance running adventures in several countries and unique locations, including Iceland, the Grand Canyon, trekking the volcanoes of Nicaragua, climbing Mount Jacinto in California, and running across Lake Manitoba. Wow. I feel like we should definitely have a discussion on your running adventures at some point as well. Welcome, Al. Thank you, Bruno. It's a pleasure to be here today. Describe your journey and how you got to your current role. Well, it's uh, a long and winding road, which I, I think a lot of people can relate to. You know, it's going back 33 years, 33 years ago, actually this month where I was in between jobs and I was waiting for the results of a city of Winnipeg Police Department entrance exam. And at that time, I got called in for an interview with the Department of Supply and Services. That was uh, the old name of, of Public uh, Services Procurement Canada. Mm -hmm. I had applied for an entry-level position back back then and was asked for an interview. And I got a position as a procurement system, or sorry, a procurement assistant for the department. And my tool of choice back then, I, I remember it vividly, was an IBM Selectric 2 typewriter. Okay. And I was responsible for typing out RFPs and RFQs and contracts and terms and conditions for various buyers in the office. And I had no idea what a buyer was or what supply chain management was. Yeah. So I started talking to buyers and, and found that this was a pretty cool career. And so what I did is I went back to school as I was working with the government and took my, my professional designation in supply chain management. And that gave me the confidence to get some interviews under my belt and apply for positions in procurement. And that led to a position as a buyer, a material control officer, a supply specialist, a procurement team leader, quality assurance advisor, some stints as a manager. But I 
found my true passion was teaching. Mm-hmm. So I started branching out into to teaching for supply supply chain management in Canada School of Public Service. And that led to my position that I have for the last six years with the School of Procurement. And okay. yeah, there you go. Geez, that's that's quite the uh, journey you've had for sure. And uh, and since you like teaching, uh, can you teach us what is business acumen? Because well, um, well, there's a, a textbook version, and and then there's um, I like to call a real life version or my own definition of it. So if you look at um, the Treasury Board Secretariat competency document, it, it does have a really good definition of business acumen, and it talks about having a clear understanding of both industry and government and how they achieve their goals. And it includes understanding business trends, economic sectors, uh, money flow, market dynamics that drive the supply chain. And if you have that diverse knowledge, you can incorporate that into your procurement strategies to increase competition, generate innovation and and value for Canadians. Mm -hmm. But I like to have my own definition. So my own definition is someone with business acumen takes the blinders off. And instead of simply doing what has worked in the past with their previous project, look at the project from a strategic lens and how it affects others. So reaching out to see how the project was done previously, doing an environmental scan of the marketplace. Uh, I love doing a, a SWOT analysis, reviewing the risks, looking at the pros and cons, evaluating the options, and then coming back to your client with a recommendation. So taking that overall global strategic point of view. Mm-hmm. It's uh, really about being well-informed. Yeah. Yeah, well-informed and, and, and realizing how how interconnected we are with, with our various and different stakeholders. So why is business acumen important? Oh, good question. You know, our, our role as a procurement professional is, has changed and evolved over the past few years. And, and not just the past 33 years, but the last two or three years dramatically. We're, we're no longer seen as a, a clerical position, a, a rules enforcer, where the majority of our work deals with tactical, transactional, repetitive procurement activities. Procurement is more complex. We're, we're in the news every day right, with, with COVID, and we're expected to bring value to the table. And to be a successful procurement professional today, you have to have that business savvy, that, that business competency is, is so critical. Mm-hmm. If you think about a good example of that is policy revisions that you see in the government of Canada. They're no longer prescriptive and it's not a simple yes, no decision that is giving you guidance. The policy is based on risk-based decisions and based on applying your business savvy with those decisions. So it's critical for us today and definitely in the future. How can we practice business acumen in our day-to-day jobs? Reach out to others, you know, build, expand and and leverage your network of colleagues. You know, within your, your next project that is assigned to you, reach out to who's done the work last time, what worked well, what didn't work well, you know, what were some of the challenges? And if there's there's no one available to that you know of, do the research on the web or on the buy and sell. And there's a good chance that, that someone has procured or led a project similar to yours. And even if there isn't anything similar, 
You can reach out to professional associations such as uh, CIPMM or Supply Chain Canada, and they've got thousands of members across Canada representing you know, the provinces, the municipality, the university and schools and hospitals. So it's reaching out. It's that simple reaching out and, and getting that information and do that intelligence gathering yeah. to make that, that business savvy type of decision. Can you share with us an example of a time you used business acumen in your career? Well, recently, well, mind you, this seems like ages ago, but pre-COVID, uh, March 2nd, I know that date it's marked in my calendar. We had a, a learning workshop on business acumen, actually. It was on this topic today, and it was hosted at the Canadian Museum of Human Rights in Winnipeg, and we had 100 participants tackling a business case in a classroom setting. So it was all face-to-face -face meetings. And two weeks later, after that workshop, the pandemic shut us down. Well, they shut us everyone down across Canada, around the world. So the question we had to think or rethink was how do we deliver training, coaching and mentoring in a school type environment and yeah. adding value to the students. So we had to pivot very quickly and, and be innovative and deliver value to our staff and our students in a, in a different way. And we used simple business acumen. We went out and reached out and asked our colleagues, you know, what are you doing? What are you doing differently now that we're, we're sitting at our desk at home? Um, what are the GC campus doing? What's the university doing? What's the college doing? And what we did is we leveraged our best practices and lessons learned from others. And we were able to, to pivot fairly quickly and effectively. And now we, we deliver our sessions online. They are more effective and actually what I love about it is is it, it we reach out to so many people in a classroom now. For a good example, we did a, a bit evaluation uh, course and we had interim officers from St. John's, Newfoundland to Victoria in the class representing every province. Oh. That would not have happened before COVID, right? And and it just gives you an idea of all that diversity in the room and knowledge and, and the learning was just as effective. Wow. So, what challenges have you faced? You know the you know the biggest challenge for me is uh, is keeping up with technology, and so you you visualize uh, the technology, the virtual, especially the virtual platforms that we've had to master. So WebEx and Zoom and MS Teams and gamification platforms such as Slido and Kahoot. You know, previously I would just walk into a classroom and just worry about making sure my travel arrangements were made, and I'd walk into a classroom and plug in my notebook and deliver the, the learning materials. And and now you've, you've got to be a, maybe not a, a master in this technology, but you need to know how to operate it. And yeah. to me, that, that's, that's my biggest challenge. I'm getting better at it. And I network and I reach out to others to, to help me and support me. I have an awesome procurement assistant that, in the School of Procurement that does 90% of that work, but I'm getting better at it. And that, that's been the biggest challenge for me. Yeah, I was just going to ask you, how are you overcoming those challenges? But uh, it seems like you're applying that business acumen and reaching out to a fellow colleague. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and sometimes you get confused of, OK, am I on WebEx, my Zoom, or I'm MS Teams, right? And there's different functions that go with it. And you just sort of have to remind yourself, OK, this is Zoom. This is how it works. This is the capabilities with it. And, and just sort of think about that before you're delivering that, that session.
I must say when I was starting this podcast, I had to go through different platforms to find which ones I can record with. So I had to research a bit of MS Teams, a bit of Google platforms, Zoom. I was forced to learn the new technology. And, and obviously I chose Zoom as my recording platform, but uh, yeah. yeah, it was quite the, it was quite the journey doing that. How can listeners find out more information? Well, there's a, there is a lot of great resources available in, in the first document or source of information that is my go-to guide is the Government of Canada Procurement Community Competency Document that was released a couple of years ago. And it's a good start. It has a clear definition, not only of business acumen, but the other major technical competencies that we all need to master. So data analytics and negotiation and risk management and project management. It's actually an awesome document because it really is specifically identifies and unpacks the three different proficiency levels. And it goes from, you know, a basic proficiency to an advanced, and it helps you with some action items to improve your, your competency. So I love that document. The, the second document, or actually it's not a document, it's a, it's a social platform is GC Collab. Mm-hmm. So a collab is a cloud-based collaborative platform with the government of Canada hosting it. And it's an awesome opportunity to cross-pollinate with different government departments and, and students and different levels of government. The School of Procurement has an actual web presence on the site. Yeah. And it's called the Business Acumen Bootcamp, where we share various learning resources okay. with employees from across Canada. So that, that's an excellent resource. And then the third one is um, Canadian Institute for Procurement and Material Management, so CIPMM. Mm-hmm. They are a great resource. On their web page, they record and upload all of their webinars that they have. So they have some great webinars on, well, ironically enough, on business document, which uh, I had worked on, mm-hmm. um, and all the other competencies. So membership is free and only takes five minutes to enroll to be a member and upload and, and listen to some of those podcasts. So. I think those three are the big ones that you can you can get a lot of good resources on. Yeah, and I think you missed one at the, uh, the Supply Chain Ambassador podcast. Yes, yes, that's the fourth one. <laughs> Any call to actions to listeners? Yeah, and I'll 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 take it with this is an excellent transition to your your hint is listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Take the time to be curious. And the learning, you're, the learning is entirely up to you. So business acumen, there's not a, a, very many courses out there in regards to, okay, I'm gonna take this two day course and I'm gonna be a, a, an awesome individual that can be business savvy in my procurement decisions. That's, that's not how that competency works. So listen to podcasts, at least once a week, pick one out, um, either your podcast or uh, something on, on YouTube or, uh, LinkedIn, iTunes, Spotify, there are endless resources available that talk about this competency itself and, and learn from different different people and different angles. And the more you do that, the, the better. So make that commitment to do that call and schedule it into your calendar. If you feel you're busy, you know, this is, I'm just as guilty as this is, oh, I'm too busy to learn. Schedule it in. I have a Fridays, I call it learning Fridays where I allocate 90 minutes and it's strictly to do with learning and it's to 
not necessarily take an online course, but that could be an option, but listen to a podcast. So I'll tag it on to my lunch. I'll go for a walk. I'll put on my, my, my headset on and listen to a different podcast each week. Yeah. And the ones I specifically listen to is, is business acumen because that's the biggest gap I have and the biggest gap a lot of people have. Wow. It's a really great point that uh, you made about scheduling in time to learn something, you know, to get valuable information from sources that are out there. Definitely. And it, and it can be an information overload, right? You've got all this great information that's coming at you. And if you see something you like, uh, bookmark it or send your, yourself an email and say, okay, on Friday, I'm going to listen to this podcast on this topic. And Yeah. So I'll end with the quote of the day today which I found from Mark Zuckerberg, the CEO of Facebook, who once said, the biggest risk is not taking any risk. In a world that is changing really quickly, the only strategy that is guaranteed to fail is not taking the risks. Not exposing yourself to the body of knowledge, to people who have done it before, is, is, is putting yourself at risk, at greater risk. Love that quote. Yeah. Uh, with that said, uh, we've come to the conclusion of this podcast. I want to thank you so much for taking the time out. Um, and like I said, next time I'm going to have to ask you about all your running journeys. I could do that in one <laughs> podcast on its own. So yeah, anytime. Perfect.